Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Hello, everybody, and welcome back. Welcome back to another week. Welcome back to another episode. Welcome back to If I Didn't Laugh, I'll Cry. I know I've got some explaining to do. You know what? I don't know... (laughs) I'm so big and famous lol that's so funny but I don't know who cares if anyone even cared but last week I didn't put out an episode um there was a lot that was going on um long story short I was off supply energy wise so I didn't have internet I didn't have electricity I didn't have nothing you know I had to go and eat food in my car the saddest meal I've ever had I had to warm up in my car it was a bit long and techie so I didn't have any like resources to put a um an episode out I did want to but even tethering my phone even hot spotting wasn't working so you know what when your spirit is so deflated I said in fact and you know that's my favorite thing to say in fact I can't come and kill myself. You know what I mean? My mood is low. Even to record, I would be dejected. I would be sad. I will just be feeling sorry for myself. So I just let it be. And I think sometimes you just have to let it be. But I apologize um, because I do like to put out episodes every Friday. I do like to adhere to the schedule that I've created for myself. But... I hope you can forgive me and I hope you're all doing well. I hope life is going good for you guys, you know, and um, things are getting really um, tricky at the moment. Things are getting a little bit intense at the moment. So I hope you guys are keeping well physically. I hope you guys are keeping well mentally. And I know that financially we're all hemorrhaging money, but I hope this doesn't kill your spirits. You know, it doesn't dampen your spirits and... You know, we can only hope if you believe in God anyway, because I know that those who don't believe will be like, excuse me, but we can only hope that God, God is looking out for us. And Jesus is coming again soon because we know that in times like this, things are coming to a head. So I'm doing fine now. The mood's picked up a little bit. Um, Spring is springing, you know, um, the the sun is coming out a bit earlier now like the mornings aren't so dark and dreary and cold it was snowing about three weeks ago and now it's like the sun is out you know and it's not getting dark so quickly it's not getting dark at like 2 30 p.m so the mood's picking up and everything's picking up a little bit so i'm happy to be back i'm happy to be back and also this episode wasn't meant to be a solo one right actually this the next 10 episodes are not meant to be solo episodes but technology technology is not technology you know what I mean the episode we put out where I used um a software and were able to record remote remotely yes that was cute but 
Yeah. When, you know, I'm just doing free trials just to see what's uh, what's fitting before I can really settle on something. The other ones that I tried, it wasn't working out. And the software that we used last time, I don't want to get basic. I want to get enhanced so I can play around with it and do a lot with it. You know, recording stereo instead of mono. This is all boring stuff, but I'm just bringing you in. Just bringing you in to the things that I am thinking about. But yeah. So we'll get there, but you've got me today. You just got a solo episode of me. I know you love my voice. Don't pretend. I know you love it. <laughs> but yeah, so I hope you guys are doing well. I'm just going to say that and I uh, hope you missed me. If you didn't miss me, then why are you not faithful? Why are you being faithful? Don't do that. Let's get into it. <laughs> So I have nothing to rant about, but if I was to rant about something, if you were to twist my elbows and pull my, my legs, then I would say that, you know what, customer services, and I think I've already, no, I haven't already ranted about that, customer services, sometimes you get good customer service reps, sometimes you get really bad customer service reps. And, you know, when I was going through my experience last week, what made me go, oh, you just have really bad customer service reps that just make you feel like, brother, like, I need help, you know? And the more they don't help you, the more you can get irritated. And my goodness, I get irritated. But I was there going, it's nothing personal to you. I know my tone is raised a little bit and my tone is not great, but it's nothing personal. And I was apologizing. But when you're distressed, you just kind of need somebody who works in the field and will help you and understand. But it seems as if the frontliners, the frontline customer service lot don't actually have much training. They don't actually know what they're doing because I was put on hold the whole time, which makes me think, what's the point? If they're, if they're just going to put me on hold or put people on hold so they can, they can ask for support from the team leaders, just make the team leaders the frontliners because they're doing their work anyway. But, you know this logic will not make sense to others because I guess there are some other things which I can deal with. But that's my rant. Nothing major, nothing big. I don't know if I've said this. I need to really start writing the stories that I say down and checking them off because we might have an issue where I'm just duplicating stories. But if I've said it, then have it again, right? Because it stayed in my brain, okay? Right, Anyway, I'm just kidding. Um, I don't know if I've told you guys that I was scammed when I first started working for the company I work for. I was scammed. Daylight robbery. <laughs> oh, my days. So, we I was part of this project. I can't disclose what because I had to sign an NDA. <laughs> I'm so important in my work. I'm just kidding. The project's done. But, yeah, we were we were doing this project. And in this project, there was a lot of talks of like this external person and that external person and all this stuff. And one day I get an email from the MD. Well, he was the MD at the time. He writes me an email. Hi, Tawonga. You know, um, can we please get um, some steam cards for clients? Right. Um, And in my head, I didn't even think anything wrong with that because I thought to myself, we have got a lot of customers and we are 
you know, pushing forward this project. There's been a lot of like external stakeholders who've been part of this. Maybe, maybe, yeah, they want to get these theme cards to give to these clients because they've got kids and they're just trying to be sentimental or something like that, right? Now that I say it out loud, that's a red flag. <laughs> now that I recall, that is a red flag because... Typically, people get people a bottle of wine or something like that. They don't get steam cards. But at the time, young, impressionable me, who was ready to take on the North because I was new to the North. Everything was new. I was like, bet, bet, I've got your back. And you know what? I'm going to go. I'm going to skip lunch and I'm going to go to game. What's it called? Game store or game. I think it's just called game, actually, the shop. And I will purchase. I will purchase the Steam cards for you. My guy asked for £600 worth of Steam cards, £100 on each. I said, bet, say less. So I walk into the office of the financial controller at the time and I was like, yo, like, I've just got an email from the MD. He wants me to go and buy Steam cards, but I don't have that man, that amount of money to my name. Like, <laughs> I don't have £600 in my current account. What should I do? He goes, well, why don't you go and buy it using your credit card and we'll reimburse you straight away. I said, that makes sense. I do have a credit card. Let me go. Boom. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh, how embarrassing to recall this. I can't believe it. So I drive all the way to the um to the shopping center. I pay for parking, mind you. Right? I go to game and I'm purchasing this. And they were looking at me like, this is a lot of Steam cards, you know. Maybe, you know, I don't know. I don't know what they thought, but I get the cards. And I kind of email, say, I've got the cards. What do you want me to do next? <laughs> Tell me what scam you want me to help you with next. <laughs> and they're like, scratch off the back and just give me the codes at the back. And I said, okay, cool. And I did it for all six cards. And thanks. I think he said thanks. So I didn't hear anything again. Now, one may ask, did you not notice it was a scam by the email address? No, I didn't. Because that was my first thought. How come, you know, he's not emailing me with his company email address, but he's part of the board and this email address was a board email address. Not one that I've seen, obviously, because I was scammed, but it was kosher enough for me to believe that this was the person and they spoke just like the MD. So I was really fooled. Anyway, um, then then we I, went, I drove to Reading for the weekend, you know, to go and see Liz and it was my birthday as well. And then on the Monday, you know, I was off because it was my birthday on the actual Monday and um, the MD emails again. Hi, Tawanga. I was wondering if you can get me £500 more worth of Steam cards. And I was like, I, I started to get a little bit suspicious of it to be like, come on now. You are the MD. You can go and buy these yourself. You can, you have ways in which we've got company secretaries, which you can ask, but you're asking me a HR admin, really? Because I was an admin at the time. I was an HR manager. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I was like, actually, I'm off. It's my birthday today. But, you know, my boss, so I give the name of my boss. She's in today. He goes, oh, happy birthday. I'll email, you know, the name of my boss. Um, and then let's call my boss, um, Sally, right? 
Or maybe let's, yeah, let's call her Sally. I'll email Sally. So, you know, Sally now gets in contact with me and he's like, oh, she's all like, yeah, the MD is asking me. Because I told Sally everything about the what I had to do. And Sally was like, cool. So now it's like, she's like, oh, I've just had to go to, you know, the shopping center and I've had to get the cards. Now I'm doing this before I go into the meeting. And I was like, oh, better you than me. We had a little joke. And then at around like 5.30 in the evening, Sally messages me and she goes, Tonga. Did you call to check that this was the MD? And I was like, nah, because the email address in which you came from, I just, I was convinced that it was the MD. And she's like, I feel sick. And I thought, hear me now, I feel sick. She goes, I think we've just been scammed. She was asked to get 500 pounds worth of cards. And she was, she emailed she emailed, no, she, I think she must have made a comment to him directly and was like, what? And she had emailed as well, making a little joke, but he didn't respond the way he typically would. Anyway, she was, the alarm bell started ringing and she kind of went to him and made a comment and then he was like, yeah, definitely, I haven't asked any of you to do that. And she was like, I've just confirmed it didn't come from him. Oh my days, I was new to the business. My tummy was doing pity golilos, yeah? Which means it was doing roly-polies, yeah? My tummy was... There was anxiety central. I literally, I was with my family and I was like, I'm going to get fired. I am going to get fired. We have been scammed. What the heck? And it started with me. And I basically, but then I told everybody. So I was like, but I told everybody. And that was my thing. But I was like, I'm going to get sacked when I go back to, um, no, I think I was off on a, I think I was off on the Friday and then I had the whole weekend to stew in this. Okay. And then when I went back on the Monday, I was so nervous. I walked in and I was so embarrassed. I was so ashamed. I was like, morning. And then she was like, oh, you know, the MD is in. And the MD walked in. And I was like, I just kept quiet. I didn't say anything. And Sally was like, we're so sorry. And the MD started laughing. And he was like, it's all right. And then he was like, we probably need to come up with like a password for when I ask you to do any of this so you know it's 100% me. And honestly... I don't know how I didn't get sacked. I got my money back, but the company didn't get their money back because they reimbursed me. But then I tried to chase up my credit card company to be like, this as this has happened because I wanted to get the money back from the credit card so I can pay the company back. They were like, yeah, but you did it yourself. It wasn't like fraud where somebody took money from your account. It was fraud whereby you were scammed. <laughs> they just drove the knife in favor. And I was thinking, rah, being scammed you lot, it doesn't feel good. I think my my little saving grace a little bit is the fact that I wasn't scammed directly. The company was scammed, but I was the catalyst of that. I helped it and I scratched the back of those team cards. I was so proud of myself because I was like, I'm new, I'm making an impression to the MT. This is how you get promotions. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I redeemed myself by performing quite well on the on the project, I would say. And um it was forgotten, but I've never forgotten it. Never, ever, ever. This was a, if I didn't laugh or cry moment that I still think about and cringe, cringe, because I think I should have known better. But we always think we know better until we're 
the ones being scammed. So stay, stay safe out there, kids, because people are desperate. People are very desperate. You know, I was in two minds about how I was going to do this episode because part of me just wanted to have a little chit-chat catch-up. Another part of me wanted to do the typical, you know, question, reading, da-da-da-da. So I don't know, okay? But I think... I think I'll just start by talking and then we'll see where it goes. You understand? Because I can talk for England and Malawi and basically I can talk for the world. Is it me? Or like I said in the beginning, are things getting extremely intense? Right? Now, I was having this conversation with my friends. Well, only one of them was replying because the other one is rude as heck. He doesn't really reply. He said, I'm talking to you. Grow up. Okay, reply to us. Engage in the combos, Zed. <laughs> but yeah, and I was basically asking the question of, um, basically, if I could just, is wokeness, like the woke culture actually unwoke, you know? Has the spirit of becoming woke actually gone the other way where the people who claim to be woke are the ones who are actually asleep? Um and, you know, kind of like had a little conversation about it. And uh, one of my friends was basically saying, "What right, right now it's turned to be that way. But, you know, the initial wokeness and how it started and the reasons for, and I'm just paraphrasing it, it's not verbatim. Um, you know, that's kind of like, that's what it was before, but it's not what it is now because it's gone the other way. Um, and then we touched on left and right wing, things like that. Um, and... And the reason why I asked this actually just for context is because I watched the video of um, an Asian guy going around in the streets going, um, is it possible for people to be racist to white people? Can you be racist to white people? And, you know, some white people are like, no, it's not possible to be racist to white people because white people are the ones who basically started at the perpetrators of racism. And it was a curious uh, video that I watched and it was an interesting take that people were having because some people were generally just saying, well, nah, nah, that's not possible. And other people were like, yeah, it is possible, but obviously you've got um, systemic and you've got the institutional racism, et cetera, et cetera. Then somebody, a, a, a black person touched on how like, um, you know, industries or institution now exclusively, some jobs are exclusively for black people, let me just say BAME, BAME um, community. And, you know, from that, it's like you are directly discriminating against white people because what if somebody in the BAME community doesn't even have the skills? Now, that was just a hypothetical question. You understand me? And I was thinking, you know what? This is the case and this is the truth because what's happened, and I hope you guys hear me out, I do understand that there is systemic and institutional racism. And I do understand that white people do have much privilege in many countries um, above, you know, their counterparts of black people, you know, Asian people and, and so on and so forth, right? I get that. I understand that. And they have historically been the oppressors of many races. I understand that and I get that. But with the woke culture that has um, come about, right, um, on bringing awareness to these issues, I think it has now gone the other way, where now there is a, a, a like a discrimination, but in a very aggressive way towards this race, you know. And a girl, what she said really 
made sense to me because it's the truth. Because frankly, there is no solution to racism besides love. And that's just, again, me paraphrasing. You know, we, we can't have solutions by saying this is the solution is to exclusively open this job up to people, or you know, to um, people from the Bain community. And by the way, I hate all these labels. Yeah. But in, in so doing, you are giving those people the, I don't know, I would say a spirit, a certain spirit within them. Um <sighs> What I'm saying is, I think it's cancel of stuff, but quite frankly, I think I'm past, past the point of caring. Basically, just to simply put it is, by by saying, yes, we're going to do this and Black Lives Matter and, and drilling things like that in, instead of actually addressing the matter at hand and having real life solutions, which is, you know, treating everybody kindly and all these things, we shouldn't now start a subdivision of X. Ah, oh, this job is just for, you know, diversity. Because now I'm thinking you've hired me to check a box. <laughs> you've hired me to check a box because if it was up to you and if it wasn't up to the fact that, you know, you've got to open these jobs up to and do to you've got to be diverse in your way of thinking and you know exercise the equality act you know i probably wouldn't have been picked so already that's a racist environment that i should do i want to work in a place like that so this is just questions that i've been asking myself right but a lot of um a lot of division with people being woke about this issue, that issue, that political issue, this um, uh, gender issue or sex issue, things like that, right? And it, it's it's becoming a them versus us kind of kind of scenario. And I say that not, like, yeah, you know what? Let me just leave it there. And I say that like a, in the, in the full sense of it, you know, it's what what party do you stand on when it comes to this? And you know what? That's inevitable. Like I've been saying, the choice will go down to which camp you're in, God or the devil. But this is the point of what I'm trying to make: is anybody else noticing? these things happening is anybody else awake to these things happening or are we just prodding on through life saying that all is well this is how it's always been but it's not how it's always been you know and I think the point I'm trying to make here is we have been discussing so many issues you know, so many political issues and a lot of people have been getting so, so many opinions on things and context, obviously, to all these things matters. Why do you believe the thing that you believe? But frankly, if we want to be united in a thought and in belief, we've got to respect each other's views and beliefs because we will never agree. We are never going to agree. Me being a Christian, me being a Bible follower, me being a child of God, yeah, Jesus follower here, and me being that, there are certain things that I don't agree with that happen in the world. There are certain lifestyles that I don't agree with. However, is it now up to me to go and start oppressing those people because they don't adhere to what it is that I believe in? No, you know, and 
you know, if, if me preaching the, I don't agree with that, what you're doing is wrong, da, 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 right? And saying it in such a way, would that even inspire somebody to, 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 um, to inquire in what you actually believe in? No. And another thing that we tend to do lately that I've seen is huge is just label after label. Listen, some of these things are so unnecessary, but we're categorizing ourselves. We're putting ourselves in different categories. And if I was to say to somebody, I don't identify as cisgender because I'm a female. I identify as a female right? Somebody would be like, well, you are cisgender, you know, da, 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 and, and that's an issue. But why? Why must you put me in a category, in a, in a, in a group? I was born a woman and I, am, I was born black, you know, and those are things that I can't help. You understand what I'm saying here? So why must I be put in a category or BAME? you know, person of color, <laughs> cisgender, just little things like that. But are we noticing that these things are happening? Are we noticing that the crowd is becoming, the, the, it's like um, there's a riot that's building up the underbelly of a, an, a, a, an event that's basically starting to take place. Are we noticing things like that? Because it's getting intense to speak your truth against a truth that isn't your truth okay but it's getting intense for the people who oppose these tr these other truths the conversation i was having with my friend you know so i said are you left or right he said yeah well he told me which position he stands in you know and i thought to myself it's a shame that we've even got to identify with left or right because does that, if you identify as left or you identify as right, does everything that those categories stand for, is it directly aligned with everything you are? Because if the answer is no, then that's not who you are. You understand what I'm saying? Now, I don't identify with any of this because my worldview is a spiritual view, is a godly view of, you know, we are here by creation of God and we are here and Jesus is going to come again soon and all those things there that's my worldview so I don't identify with political parties or anything like that because frankly they've got nothing to do with me yes I'm affected by them yes I will submit to governments and governance right however even with those governments and governance, there is a slight caution. There is my eyes, uh, my eyes are open, my, my ears are perked up because if it goes against what the Bible says, then that's not my government. My government, my government is from heaven. My government is one from God. You understand? And, you know, I think the issue here, that 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 is at hand or the issue that we uh, have pretty much ignored for a very long time is the fact that this has got everything to do with good versus evil at the end of the day there'll only be two camps and the camps aren't called left or right the camp is called heaven or hell the camp is for god or the devil that's the choices we are making in this life yeah that's the choices we're making in this life. Now, I say this because it doesn't matter how you identify. It matters if you align yourself with the kingdom of God, though. 
You understand? Because there are a lot of things I can claim about myself and a lot of things I can say, well, because I'm this, then this is this. But no, the kingdom of God is open to all who seek it and all who want it. Now to say, well, you know, that's such a rightist view or that's just a leftist view. That means you are choosing, you are directly choosing to not hear what other people have got to say and their reasoning. Now, you can have your reasoning and I don't have to agree with it, but that's what constitutes your thought process. That's what makes you, you know, tick the way you tick. But does that mean that we're now enemies? Does that mean we should be enemies? Does that mean that we shouldn't have civilized conversations? Because we can learn much from one another. You know what I mean? Because the greatest law, that they, the only law is love. Love your God and love your neighbor. Right? And yourself. Respect yourself. You know what I mean? But that's the law is love your God, love your neighbor, which means it doesn't, it, there's no asterisks on the love your neighbor unless love your neighbor, uh, you know, if love your neighbor only. No, it's just love your neighbors. You love yourself. You know, if you want, you know, others to do unto you, you must first do unto others. There's no asterisks in things like that. So these camps that we've given ourselves, these labels, this political part, this, all of this is mad because actually, if you think about it, when we've been governed by the Tories, right, it hasn't always worked out. And when we've been governed by Labour only, it hasn't always worked out. There are things that each party probably possesses that could really bring about true and good governance. It's just we are crooks. Sin has infected our state of minds. Yeah, sin has put so much pride in our hearts that we don't know how to surrender to God and how to live a life of servitude to each other. We don't see each other anymore. We just see labels. That's it. And another thing that's an issue, by the way, is whenever somebody doesn't share the views of another person already, you're a bigot, you're this, you're that. But is that the case? Is that the definition of bigotry is somebody who doesn't agree with you? That's a bigot, you know, because I've been reading up definitions of words lately because I've thought mm, I've been called this. I've been called that and I've been called that. And I don't think that's me. Let me go and read the definition of what this is. And it's not me whatsoever. It's not me. I don't align myself to that view, but then I don't have to support right? Everything that if my friend is out, let me just give this analogy. If my friend is out cheating, I will oppose my friend cheating. Does that mean that my friend should turn around and say, you're not my friend because you are opposing me cheating on my person? No, actually I'm a good friend for opposing that because that's not the right thing to do. You understand me? Should my friend now start labeling me as this, as that, because I don't support what they were doing? That doesn't make any sense. Now, if somebody comes to me and starts telling lies about somebody and I know that they're lying, should I go, mm, mm, and say nothing? No, I'd be like, yo, you're telling lies because I was there or I know the truth. It's X, Y, and Z. Why are you lying? And everybody would expect people to do that. That's the right thing. So why are certain things 
certain topics. Why is it that if somebody has an opposing view, already it's off with their heads? Have we noticed that the world is getting intense? And the reason why I'm asking if we've noticed, and do you know that the Bible says that these things will be happening? And that means the Son of Man is near, is, is, is soon to return. Do we know that? You know, nothing is random. Nothing is random. But this is just something that I've been thinking lately and something that I've just been saying to myself. You know, I know myself, but I know that characters can be tarnished. I know that certain people can, can say in their hearts, this is who this person is, even though that's not the case. And I know that there are some bold people out there who just speak and, and say things. And I also know that there are some people who want to bring awareness to these things, their woke culture, but actually it's, it's become quite toxic, guys. But I think to directly oppress somebody to directly start giving death threats to now say white mads, white lives do not matter because they're the perpetrators and they're the ones who influence so much racism and things like that therefore you can't be racist to white people therefore it's okay for us to make what jokes about white people but white people making jokes about black people it's a red flag you can't have braids in your hair that's cultural appropriation do you know where that started but you know why don't you guys you know try your best to get our co to know our cultures more and things like that it's confusing it's confusing what do we want what do we actually want you know and i'm pretty sure if we were to really sit down and think about it what we want is mutual respect respect us right but it's like everything is an is a which must be looked at as a case by case if you're experiencing racism from a white person currently, that individual is racist. It doesn't make the whole race of white people racist. You know what I mean? If you're experiencing uh, oppression and bigotry from somebody, that individual is the um, one who's oppressing you and the one who's a bigot. It doesn't mean everybody else who who doesn't who opposes your you know your worldview or your life view and the way you conduct yourself is a bigot. You know, to say I believe in God and I don't agree with X, Y, and Z and I don't, you know, condone X, Y, and Z, but it doesn't make an individual a bigot. It makes them entitled to what it is that they believe because actually you have got your own beliefs, right? But to say, you know what, you deserve to die because you do da da da, you are da 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 da, mm, that doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense at all. So are we noticing the birth pangs happening? Are we noticing that there's a there's been a shift in the atmosphere? Are we noticing that there is a lot more natural disasters happening one after the other, this place, that place? Are we noticing a lot more chats happening surrounding many Many views, political views, you know, social views, things like that. A lot of people are having discussions, but some of these things are separating us. And when they separate us, the message that we are all trying to send out there is getting lost. But I have noticed, I have noticed that there's a voice that's much louder than the other. I have noticed that, you know. 
there's a voice that's much louder than the other. And that's the voice that says, your views are bigot. You're a bigot because of those views. I wonder if it's so wrong to believe in certain beliefs. I wonder if it is terrible to believe that there's a reason why everything was created the way it was created. You know, I wonder if there's something wrong with that. Because if it is, if somebody wanted to talk to me directly about it so we can we can reason with one another, you know what I mean? I would be so happy to, obviously, keep it cute, keep it kosher. But I would be so happy to because there are certain questions I ask myself and I'm not directly saying certain things for a reason. You know, there are certain things I, I think to myself and I ask myself and I compare it against what scripture says. And it's a shame. It's actually just a shame that human beings have taken it upon themselves to play God. It's a shame. It's not up to us to dictate any moral laws, but there are already moral laws that have been dictated by God. You know, it's not up to us to judge anybody or to oppress anybody because judgment does not belong to us humans. But that's what everybody does. That's what the, the Lib Dems do, the Tories do, the Labour Vices do, the lefts and the rights. That's what everybody is doing is pointing the finger and saying the problem with this world is you. And then the other part is saying, no, 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 the problem with this world is you. You know, there is no humanity anymore. No one is sitting down to break bread and to have conversations with one another. Because at the core of our being, we all want love and we all want to be loved. And what greater love can we experience than, you know, God's love a neighborly love? You know? Don't deny somebody water because they don't think the way you think and practice what you practice. Don't deny somebody food just because, you know, they share different political views to you. You know, don't deny somebody a civilized conversation because they don't agree with what you view, how you view the world. That's not how it should be, friends. You know, because at the end of the day, we will all be judged by the same God, all of us, no one is unique, you know, everybody will have to go through the same judgment process, everybody's hearts will be searched, everybody's minds will be searched, and that's why in the Bible it says, some will say, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name? And he will say, I never knew you depart from me because the people who think, well, I am, I am telling these people, I'm telling such people that their lifestyle is not great. I'm telling people that they should repent of their ways. I am doing the Lord's work. But God is saying, I never knew you depart from me because you're not practicing love. You're not practicing the, the law that we've been given to love our neighbor, to love our God and to love our neighbor. You know, as the episode with Daddy said, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. Don't have any hatred in, a, in your heart for anybody, right? Don't impose yourself on people, you know? And I say this, if you see, if you hear a preacher preaching in town or all of this, if you choose to approach that person and start debating, don't start spitting in their faces and being aggressive to that person because you chose 
to go there and to start chatting with that person. And if you see people practicing what they practicing and living the lifestyle that they living, don't feel it. Don't take it upon yourself to say, you know what you're doing. You know, you're on your way to hell, you know, don't do that. Because when you spread the gospel and you preach the message, it's up to an individual to take it or not. But don't become judgmental towards them. That's the Holy Spirit's work is to convict people. You know, I don't know if people get convicted from people just shouting in their faces and saying, repent, repent, you know. But yes, we must all repent, by the way. We must all repent. For the Bible is very clear that certain people, you know, liars, adulterers, drunkards, etc., etc., will not enter the kingdom of God. And you know what? Let me just say this, that I fall short of all these things, you know, as well. So, you know, that's why we're meant to love our neighbors, to help each other when we stumble and fall. But let me read just a little bit from Ephesians 5, starting from verse 1. Therefore be imitators of God as dear children, and walk in love as Christ also has loved us and given himself for us, an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling aroma, but fornication and all uncleanness or covet covetousness let it not be named among you as it is fitting for uh, as is fitting for saints never feel finesse nor foolish nor foolish talking nor coarse jesting which are not fitting but rather giving thanks for this you know that no fornicator unclean person no covetous man who is an idolater has any inheritance in the kingdom of um, of Christ and God let no one deceive you with the empty words for because of these things the wrath of God comes upon the sons of disobedience therefore do not partakers with them okay now I read you the tame version you understand there are more verses that really go deep into certain sins etc but are we noticing that the world is becoming intense are we noticing that there's a certain spirit that's overpowering the other are we noticing that if you don't agree with x and if you don't say yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah that makes sense yeah, yeah, yeah then you are the enemy are we noticing that evil is good and good is evil lately are we noticing that the word of God is dying amongst the nations and people are becoming more and more lost. People are submitting to their own lusts and desires of the flesh. Are we noticing that if you even point this out, you are called somebody who is not progressive, somebody who is stuck so far back in the centuries, you know, that I've been, it's 2022, it's time to grow up, time to move on, stop being such a bigot, stop being such such a an oppressor are we noticing these things because if we're noticing these things then we must realize right that jesus is coming again soon you know in romans chapters 13 it says and i've read this before but i'll read it again okay in romans chapter 13 verse verse 11 it says and do this knowing the time that now is high time to awake out of sleep for now our salvation is nearer than when we first believed it's time to wake up not the woke that promotes violence and aggression and gives people's addresses out for not 
you know, adhering to certain practices and standards that are happening lately. But they are awake of being sober minded, not being, you know, taken in, sucked in by such ideologies, you know, not being sucked in by, you know, existing, you know, identifying with this camp or that camp, but identifying with the kingdom of God. You know, it's time to wake up and realize that, you know, when you're sucked into all these chats and all these conversations, you are just partakers of idle talk because your mind should be focused in the kingdom of God. It's time we wake up and realize that the devil's plan is to sow those seeds of confusion. The devil is all about chaos. And are we not realizing that currently there is chaos? There's chaos climate-wise, there's chaos economical-wise, there's chaos socially, there's chaos religiously, there's chaos, there's chaos every corner you turn, there is chaos. There's never been a time when we need God more than now. But no, we are not saying that as human beings. We are saying we're good. We're living our best lives and we're promoting such. But we need God. It's time to awake out of sleep. Wake up and realize that the things that are happening are not normal. Jesus is imminently coming. And it says that those who don't believe, they're going to be surprised. They're going to be shocked. They're going to be shocked because people like me who are saying these things, I sound like a fool. I sound like an idiot. I sound like a modern day conspiracy theorist. Sign theorist. I know. I know I do. Um, but it's a great shame and a great pity to see the state of the world currently and that we can't talk anymore we can't speak to one another we can't reason with one another you know certain um certain policies are now directly clashing with policies that are already in place you know certain you can't discriminate against this person but it goes directly discriminating against another party but the new policies the new bills that are being passed are being over they're overpowering policies that have already been there for example religious liberty is now being swallowed up with you know this human rights and freedom of speech but it's like doesn't that apply to people who've got religious views so it's a direct discrimination because religious views is a protected characteristic so Christians are being discriminated against for speaking their truth about what they believe. It's strange. It's a very, very strange phenomenon that's taking place. But it's high time we wake up out of sleep because our salvation is sooner than we first believed. Indeed, you know, and all I can say is, you know, this is not time to start being evil to one another you know it's time to start really embodying the love that Christ showed to us the love that Christ imparted on us the love that we continuously receive from Christ because we are all sinners who have fallen short of the glory of God all of us and like I said I stumble on these things as well because people people can get on my nerves 
Yeah, people can get on my nerves and people at work can get on my nerves. And sometimes I rise to these things, you know, but even when I rise to it, my heart is calm and I'm doing it with the purest of intentions. But is it always necessary? The answer is no. And the answer is that's not how you show love. Um, so, you know, I hope maybe this has given us a little bit food for thought, but this is just something that has been pressing on my mind lately to be like, are we seeing these things or is it just me? Because I've gone, I've gone, I've gone through small, small conversion if you get what I'm saying. But, you know, but like I was saying to my friends, like it's inevitable, it's inevitable. And I know that what I'm saying is dreaming. It's just living in an ideal world, but the ideal world is the perfect world. The world that Jesus preached is the perfect world, but we don't ever catch that. Um, but I know that in the end, there will be a them and us. There will be the people who stand firm on the word of God and who say, you know what? Cool. And then there'll be the ones who are like, nah, you are the bad ones. You are the oppressors. We must uh, eliminate you from, uh, from society. And that time is coming. I know it's hard to imagine, but it's coming. It's coming. And I know it's coming because it has happened before. The Dark Ages was Christians being killed. Yeah. And I don't say this to be scary or anything, but I say this to to send out a warning to people that, you know, we are, the life we're living and the way we're interacting and relating to one another, it's not it's not right. It's not how it was. It's supposed to be, you know, but. Inevitably, because this is a battle against good and evil, against God and the devil, inevitably it will just be two camps that I left. But it's not left or right. It's just heaven or the, the, the kingdom of God camp and the ones who are left behind camp. The ones who choose God and to stand firm in that belief and who choose to follow Jesus and the ones who ridicule and who spit in this idea and who turn their backs away from God. That's the only camps that will remain. And, you know, whether we like it or not, this is the truth and this is the case. And some people will be like, well, I don't belong anywhere. No, not making a choice is already a choice because it means that you don't choose the kingdom of God. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> um just say a a, a chit chat one there a chit chat one but i hope you've enjoyed the episode um like i said i hope you guys missed me you know i'll be back next week um and don't worry i'm just we're, we're still gonna have 10 episodes and then two weeks off or whatever we're still gonna do what we do even though we skipped a bit you know but i hope you guys are keeping well and i hope you guys pick up your Bibles, you pick up your Bibles and you pray. Okay. Because we, we need to be praying for discernment. We need, we need to be praying for ourselves. We need to be praying for the um, fortification of our hearts and our minds. We need to be praying for our strength in God, our spiritual strength, because it is going to get mad and it is going to get dangerous and it is going to get isolating, isolating um, and it is going to get a little in, even more intense, especially, especially if you are a believer of Jesus Christ and you're a promoter of Jesus Christ. So let us 
go forth and spread the message, of course. But let us also be mindful of our neighbors, be mindful of our brothers, be mindful of our sisters and show the love that Jesus Christ showed and preach the way Jesus preached, full of love and full of wisdom and being humble. Um, because we are called to be stewards. We're not called to be the judge, jury, and executioners because that's the word of a just God. And as humans, we are not just. We are not just. We are corrupt. We are corrupt. Yeah, so let's uh, let's think, food for thought, let's think about that. And like I said, I can talk, talk, talk. It's already been, it's been a long time since I've been talking. <laughs> um, take care of yourself, friends. And if I could leave you a little quote or a little passage, a little message. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Wah, wah, wah. I'm sorry the episode is over, but please tune in next week for another exciting journey. Goodbye, goodbye, bye, bye, bye. Have good vibes.